the star, the star. The star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pan, seven the pan. That dude fizz on the beers on the beat. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound shape, sound shape, sound shape. Round the kings, round the kings, homie. This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the field. Starting five forever, keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, jeans and long sleeves, they taking no shorts. So hot the depot, yes. These other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyzing with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the boys ever for. No longer got any use for the four letters The latest news, score stats in the view From the sideline, ain't no guideline It's just the truth, just the truth yeah. No need to dig for a part in line It's always this season The people start five, start five We going in on three, run the baseline Start five, get it, we got what you need If the sports news you see We don't waste time, we talking cause we live it We got what you need yeah. We going in on three, run the baseline Start five, get it, we got what you need and y'all know me, seven sign, I'm the illest cat speak. I got what you need. I got what you need. Yes, yes, we're back on the hip hop barbershop. I am your host, the Herb Kent of old school hip hop. I am the hybrid. And you tune into the number one dedicated old school hip hop show in the entire United Kingdom. Oh man. It's uh it's ten minutes to twelve, and of course, we have, as I said, in our second hour, the uh, the brother himself, the mayor, as we like to call him, and the host of uh, the Starting Five podcast, Dan Dinkins, the mayor himself. We're going to bring him in. Dan, do you hear me, dog? I heard you got the fever for the mayor. I heard you got the fever for the mayor. What's up, dude? Brother, you just like come in here and just like wreck the song now, right? No, no, I was trying to segue perfectly <laughs> off the song, man. Come on, we DJs, we do this. I hear you. Just to let you know, uh, it's a little bit of slightly in the fence when you talk over there, so uh, don't worry, we're gonna go ahead on that. My brother, how you doing, man? I want to welcome you to the Hip Hop Barbershop. Thank you for coming on the show, because we got quite a bit to talk about. But before I go any further, why don't you introduce yourself uh, to the listeners, please? Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> Hopefully you hear me good now, because I got my AirPods on. All right. So things go willy-nilly with the AirPods at times. But I am Dan Mayer, a.k.a. The Mayor. I am the host and owner of the podcast, formerly of the talk. Welcome my team network. Um, I'm also the COO, Chief Operating Officer of HADG Media Incorporated. Um, longtime member of the hip hop discussion group that you guys hear about every week that my man, the hybrid, is on because he is a long term, long standing member of the group that we happen to turn into a business. So, <laughs> yeah, that's who I am. For, for starters, you can find me on Instagram at the starting five underscore podcast also follow hsdg media incorporated at hsdg media on instagram all right well we've we've had a slight 
introduction. You know, nothing too formal or whatever. Just let you let everybody know what we got going on over here. We're going to go into one more song and then we're going to bring it all the way back to the brother himself, the man. Don't forget, hit me up, 0117-911-3307. That's Bristol 911-3307. And you know what? Since we're keeping in that hip-hop vein like we do each and every week, let's give you a little bit of what I consider the greatest hip-hop song ever made. It's the Grandmaster Flash of the Furious Five. It's the message. It's like a jingle sometimes that makes me wonder. Right, y'all know the rest. Holla at your boy in a minute. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. On the stage, you know they just don't care I can't take the smell, can't take the noise Got no money to move on, I guess I got no choice Rats in the front room, roaches in the back Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far Cause a man with the touch of repossessed my car Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under Standing on the front stoop, hanging out the window, watching all the cars go by, roaring as the pieces blow. Crazy lady living in a bag, eating out of garbage bells, used to be a fag hag, such a dance to tango, skip the life and tango. A circus princess seemed to lost her senses, down at the peep show, watching all the creeps, so she could tell her stories to the girls back home. She went to the city and got so 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 diddy, she had to get a pet, she couldn't make it on her own. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My brother's doing fast on my mother's TV. Says she watches too much. It's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night. Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. The bill collectors, they ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bump education, double digit inflation. Can't take the train to the job. There's a strike at the station. Move on King Kong, standing on my back. Can't stop to turn around. Broke my sacroiliac, a mid-range migraine, cancer membrane. Sometimes I think I'm going insane. I swear I might hijack a plane. Don't push me. Call, I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under My son said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school Cause the teacher's a jerk, he must think I'm a fool And all the kids smoke reefer, I think it'd be cheaper If I just got a job, learn to be a street sweeper I dance to the beat, shuffle my feet Wear a shirt and tie and run with the creeps Cause it's all about money, ain't a damn thing funny You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey They push that girl in front of the train Took her to the doctor, sold her arm on the game Stabbed that man right in his heart 
Gave him a transplant for a brand new start I can't walk through the park cause it's crazy after dark Keep my hand on my gun cause they got me on the run I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw Hit him, say you want some more, living on a seesaw Don't push me, call I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under A child is born with no state of mind Blind to the ways of mankind God is smiling on you but he's frowning too Because only God knows what you'll go through You'll grow in the ghetto living second rate And your eyes will sing a song of deep hate The places you play and where you stay Looks like one great big alleyway You'll admire all the number book takers Thugs, pips and pushers and the big money makers Driving big cars, spending 20s and 10s And you wanna grow up to be just like them <laughs> Smugglers, scramblers Burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers You say, I'm cool, I'm no fool But then you wind up dropping out of high school Now you're unemployed, all non-void Walking around like your pretty boy Floyd Turned stick-up kid, but look what you done did Got sent up for an eight-year bid Now your manhood is took and you're a make tag Spend the next two years as an undercover fag Being used and abused to serve like hell To one day you was found hung dead in the cell It was plain to see that your life was lost You was Cold and your body swung back and forth But now your eyes sing the sad, sad song Of how you live so fast and die so young So don't push me Cause I'm close to the edge I'm trying not to lose my head <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under <laughs> It's like a jungle sometimes It makes me wonder how I keep from going under <laughs> Yo Mel, you see that girl, man? Yeah, man. Yes, yes, we're back on the Hip Hop Barbershop. I'm your host, the Herb Kent of Old School Hip Hop. I'm the hybrid, and you're tuning to the number one dedicated old school hip hop show in the entire United Kingdom. <sighs> we're in the second hour, and of course, as you know, uh, tonight's guest gave you a brief introduction. Of course, we call him the Mayor Dan Dinkins, and you know, I shout him out each and every week and for those who don't know he's uh the host of the starting five podcast and uh he's also one of the original proprietors of eoside radio as well and the thing is uh as two people who just happen to be doing media and have a love for this hip-hop culture i can't say enough how it is it's a pleasure to speak with this brother on the level but I, I, I'm going to stop talking about him as much as I am because he going to need some Vaseline to put on the door edges and the door hinges so he can actually get out his head, don't get too big. Damn, what's up, man? You that dog? Anyway, <laughs> pause all that. But quick, quick correction, though. Yes. Um, Illside Radio is actually a product of KB and one of his mans. I am, right. I am affiliated through Friendship. But I am one of the, again, one of the proprietors and owners of HHDG Media Incorporated. Yeah. Now, I, I, I was, I came along in the group itself mm -hmm. about a year and a half or so after the group's inception. Yeah. But with the blessings of the man who created the group, we were allowed to turn it into a business through the influences of our brother, Susta Connect. 
Big ups to him. Grown and man yeah, So quick, you know, quick correction on that. Uh, right. the, the, the slight mistake, but it's all good. Yeah, I mean, the reason I uh, affiliate you in that aspect is because, of course, I had not just met you in the hip hop discussion group, but as part of Eoside Radio when you guys used to broadcast live, because that inspired me to broadcast live as well. Doing that, but again, that was KB. Yeah, now, again, I, I'm sorry to keep correcting you because I wasn't a part of the <laughs> I wasn't a part of the Eoside Radio broadcasting. I I did have a radio show on a different network, mm-hmm. but I was not a part of Hillside Radio. That is a product of my brother and my business partner, Rock Vader KB, who is your business partner of course. in this silent partnership <laughs> known as you know known as the Hip Hop Barbershop. And that's the thing, uh, as you know, we all have our place in this hip hop culture. I, of course, I produce music, I, I DJ as well as MC. Uh, there's so many different aspects. Do you think the media aspect of hip hop gets overlooked as much as it does now? Well, as much as it did back in the 90s and 2000s in relation to now? Well, now I don't think that it gets overlooked. Yeah. Um, does it get its respect in the culture? Kind of goes on both ends because you have you have the radio stations that are still doing a good service for the culture of, uh, of hip hop as far as music is concerned. Yeah. Um, but then you have tons more publications nowadays because hip hop is mainstream culture. Hip hop mm-hmm. is the popular culture of yeah. today like everything runs off of hip-hop culture just like everything runs off of black culture in general in mm-hmm. the u.s but i digress but compared to the 90s and the 80s or so we have to remember that it would still hip-hop as a culture was still in its infancy back then mm-hmm. to where musically yeah we might have had one maybe two stations and i'm specifically speaking on new york city because i'm from new york as you mentioned before staten island new york to be exact so at one time we only had hot 97 and the world is familiar with hot 97 now part due to like i said it's popular culture it's hip-hop is world culture but at the time we only had hot 97 and with like wbls you had to wait till midnight or later to hear rap music God, because it wasn't being played, you know, you know, it wasn't being played on, on daytime radio mm-hmm. back then. So within its infancy stages, like it still had to find its lanes to get out there to grow. Okay. And so hip hop, in my opinion, was getting the media attention it deserved then because mm-hmm. it was the birthplace and launching point for so many things. The Source magazine, Rap Pages. We could go on and on and on yeah. about the publications that cover it. Well, the thing is, one thing about the publications, I mean, when you look at publications like The Source, which at one time was known as the Bible of hip hop, and seeing that it came from New York and, you know, authentic writers who, you know, had a hand in being a part 
of the early and the later culture of hip-hop and who narrated it for us. Do you think that after that whole fiasco and the source kind of lost its way, so to speak, and you know what fiasco I'm talking about with the ownership, do you think that it caused like a vacuum for other artists as far as in the media to get out there and you know what, let me help fill this gap? Or do you think that we still allowed other mediums to portray our lifestyle and present our stories? Well, I, I believe we had to allow others to start to do. And, you know, at the time, yeah. all it took was having the capital to do. You know, we know I, I was going to name drop and say who it was that we all placed blame on because mm -hmm. it was a group that wasn't that good in many people's opinions, getting full page spreads and five mic reviews, you yeah, know, for what I'm a saying? single. So, <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, um, but uh yeah it's just you know you know what it is it's, i think it's just like because like before the source kind of slowed down and shut down as a print publication double mm -hmm. xl came along yeah and then double xl was that magazine that rivaled the source but also gave us more of what we were looking for at that time mm -hmm. because of said group was getting so much shine and that was due to where the owner was from from the boston area yeah. so you know, I, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. As a business owner, it's only right to kind of make yourself shine just a little bit, but you don't want to go, you don't want to go overboard. You don't want to jump the shark with it. You don't want to go to the detriment of your project. That too, that too. The thing I think what what upset everybody, of course, the the attacks toward you know Eminem and things like that, and the validity of you know the certain gentleman's claims in relation to Eminem. Uh, and the other allegations of uh, invading people's personal space. I have to touch on certain things a bit carefully, so to speak, when it comes to their actions. I mean, do you think there was a notice in hip-hop when Vibe brought out the infamous cover of, uh, of Biggie and Puff? Because no sooner than they did that, Biggie passes away. Well, I, I I don't know about a vibe that like changed hip hop off of that. I mean, well, there's a number of different covers that kind of just change things. Like, yeah, I thought you were actually going to turn this to the the infamous Death Row cover. Oh no, but I that wasn't that. Vibe no. that was from the source. <laughs> yeah, so you know, but um, no, nah, I don't. I you know what? I don't really see a correlation in that. Well, to, to like detriment and yeah. to detriment of hip hop and and and. Puffing big on the cover. That's just that's just timing, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, probably detriment was a bad word, but I think uh, it's one of those things you look at and it's eerie because as soon as it comes out at the height of this apparent war, which there was no war, it was just a you know two guys who had a rivalry and a personal thing. But when you look at it and see where it ended up, do you think that? Uh, and I know you couldn't predict anything like this, but do you think that? Afterwards, you know, there could have been some way to portray us by us in a different light rather than just the hard, the street edge and things of that nature. I, I think I got where you're going. Yeah. You're talking the, the air quotes, big air quotes. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast beef. Yeah. And I mean, hip hop, like I mentioned, hip hop is the popular culture. Mm -hmm. So I think we've done all right after that. 
Now, if you're talking about the content of the music, these things kind of all go in cycles, but also yeah. too, we have to remember that there are different genres for different people. You know, at the time, yeah, those guys were the pinnacle of what most thought success was in rap. Okay. So a lot of people tried to do their style, wanted to be like them. But then when you go down and you got the deaf jukes of the world and you have the company flow, you have the cannibal ox yeah. or you have the raucous. Everybody loves to mention raucous. Right. You have Talib, you have most Def doing his singles over there. Yeah. You have uh, Tash going over there and so many other, the sound bombing projects from back in the day. Like there were lanes for multiple places to where it didn't really matter if people thought, well, people thought negatively against the culture as a whole because yes, the mainstream saw certain things in a certain light because that's what the mainstream was doing. Mm-hmm. But others like myself we wasn't on that kind of time yeah we had our street stuff like we i love boot camp you know i love boot camp and you want to talk about some of the hardest from the streets that was harder than what was on the radio like they wasn't in all the madness and all the shenanigans and stuff like that that you that you saw on tell you know on tv Mm -hmm. you know and so i mean yeah there was no uh, Hip-hop has so many lanes musically, but hip-hop as a culture has so many lanes that that's what gets the most disrespect, in my opinion, when speaking upon hip-hop, is the lack of speaking for the DJs, which without the DJ, there would be no culture. Let's just keep it real. Yeah, I got you. With, you know, writers, you know, writers, that's a, now that's a contentious topic that many of the OGs say, Graph is not hip hop, but we adopted it as one of the first four elements. Yes, it did. You know, that is correct. You know, and and then the b boy and the dance, and that there, there, there's a larger discussion within the dance that can be had because the b boy culture still is heavy. It's heavy, and and you see it in the Red Bulls and all these other places. But then that that dance also. Uh, stemmed into the clubs and dancing in the clubs, and then nowadays you don't get any dancing in the clubs no, unless people you're in too, a, people too hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. But then the COVID era that we're living in, too, to what I'm hearing is yeah, a lot of places now fill the dance floors with tables so everybody can be around the table. But also the bottle service game kind of also changed the dance aspect too. But like I said, that's a rabbit hole type discussion that we just have to talk about that. Choose the blue pill or the red pill. Now, uh, of course, I've always, you know, always shout out, you know, you and the Starting Five podcast and HHD Media. What you Can you explain exactly how you came up with the concept for the Starting Five podcast? Because it sounds like it's about sports to the average person, but it encompasses much more than that. Well, I can, I'll give you, I'll try to make it a quick journey from the beginning. <laughs> All right. This whole, this whole thing started in 2014 with myself and my boy LG. And his name is Lance, by the way. But Lance hit me up one day and asked me, yo, you know about podcasts? I'm like, not really, but he's like, yo, I want to start a podcast. It's kind of like doing radio. I was like, well, I always wanted to do radio. So 
we started it up. We first called it Talking My Team. Talking My Team was just a football show. We were trying to find ways to get people to latch on to us and listen more. We ended up doing a name change. We changed it to the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. It kind of more represented football. Then just growing up happened. He was finishing his degree while teaching. We couldn't connect uh, the same at the same frequency to get together to record. He started a clothing line, a t-shirt company. I continued with the podcasting thing. He was just like, I just said, yo, are we going to continue this? Because that brings in my brother, JP, John Pope. Oh, man. He said, yo. Yeah, exactly. The O-O-O-G. <laughs> but he said, yo, I always want to do a radio show. You want to do a radio show? I was like, yo, I already have the podcast. I got the platforms already. We already connected to everything. All you have to do is say when. But first, let me talk to my man, LG. Yeah. I talked to him. I said, yo, you got the clothing line. Let me rock out with the podcast you do your thing and we'll keep it like that he was like cool no problem so we brought it over jp and i found the name the starting five it can encompass a ton of different things though starting a starting five usually represents basketball and the other thing that would that goes into the story is with LG, when I was trying to say, yo, we need to cover more sports. We need yeah. to cover more sports. We need to, or we need to cover more topics. He was like, nah, I'm really only good at football right now. Really? So, <laughs> incoming JP, we talked about it, grew the understanding of we're going to talk about sports, politics, and hip hop yeah. because we are both proficient in all three. And so that's how the Starter Fire was born, or for just a transition. Uh, through the years we've done things from blog talk radio to now we do the live stream via StreamYard. we use zoom when zoom first popped off uh, a couple years ago because uh, you know it just became a thing out of nowhere mm -hmm. um but yeah we've done we've done that as a live show um i've hosted several live panels through talking about pod doing the podcast um i've met a ton of great people out in the world made a lot of friends in a lot of different places um i i again, i was able to encompass and absorb uh, a podcast and content create a panel discussion that we do at my friend's convention every year called the blackfinity gauntlet which is derived that's another story i won't get into that <laughs> just the name it's just the name of what of one of the projects we do that gets encompassed under the start of five um over the years we did have a network of shows yeah where we had a show called just the facts we had a show called the rundown we uh we had another show called I Think I Like My Brother. But all of those shows <laughs> ended up tailing off because the dedication from those people. And it's no shock. You know, got you know, got love for all with some of them. Yeah. But uh, they all they all tend they all tailed off because of the lack of consistency on their parts. And in this podcasting space, just like with you and radio, it's about consistency. You gotta be there every week unless something happens or something more pertinent comes through then you let your fans know hey we're not going to be around this week yeah tune in next week something like that you know so the the, the network dwindled down to where it's at now with the starting five but then we added on tj to be our third member fellow yellow we finally got our first yeah <laughs> fellow yellow 
But then we got our uh, our first woman co-host because that was one of the most important things that JP and I have been trying to do from day one was include women into the show. Get and some we balance. Brought in, uh, exactly. We brought in our girl Katara down in Florida into the show. And then Katara also brought her show, Katara's Cafe, where she normally has discussions with authors, community activists, leaders, stuff like that other book writers things of that nature mm-hmm. and yeah so we're back to kind of a network but we're still kind of really just just the starting five is the most consistent thing that comes out from us now in relation to starting five podcasts and you know uh i can't thank you enough because i've been a guest on there a few times uh the next question brings me into the the the, the big thing HHDG Media. Can you explain how the Starting Five encompasses in HHDG Media as well as all the other entities that are involved in it? Well, the H the Starting Five goes down with HHDG Media because HHDG Media is me. It's a part of me. It's a part of who I am. And other side note, JP and I met through the Hip Hop Discussion Group. We became friends through the hip hop discussion group. (laughs) Exactly. So that's how that connection even furthers too. But as far as the business end of HHDG Media, Mm -hmm. you know, is certain things that it's if I do something, if I put out money for something for the podcast, it goes into whatever uh, HHDG Media's uh, accounting is. But I'm not going too detailed into you know money aspects of things, but. Also within HHDG Media, me and doing the starting five inspired my brothers to start our own podcast with HHDG Media, the podcast. And, you know, we have to, we, as us being a media company, a multimedia yeah. company, you know, why not flex and utilize one of the talents that we're already walking in with? Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out to my brothers of HHDG. DG Media Incorporated, that's Wiki Ian, T. Smith, uh, Skelly Top, and the homie Rock Vader KB. And between the five of us, yeah, you're talking about, I can't even do the math on how much years of experience we all have and what we've done. Like, I've been a DJ since 96. Mm-hmm. KB has been a DJ since 1826, because he's the oldest brother. I thought it was like 1726, <laughs> but you beat me to it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but T. Smith, almost close to, he's over 25, 26, maybe a little bit more, years in television, movie production, things of that. Like, he was... He's worked on the Chappelle show. He's worked on uh, one of the iterations of Yo MTV Raps. Like this brother has, and still has projects that he touches that's on TV that you might not even know he touched. And then the, um, you know, and then um, Skelly Ed, he was a blog writer. He actually was a radio host back in his college days when he was in Texas, and he was a blogger for the longest time for years. And his blog is called Skelly Tops, and it's about uh, I think it's a, it, it's mostly it used to be about like new music, but mostly on like the the, the neo soul, yeah, grown folks hip hop. If you want to say that was what his blog was mostly about. And then Wiki, 
he's just the jack of all trades. Like once we get op- running and operating kind of like a label, like that man is like he he should have been an A and R at some big company before we ever say, yo, we want you. You know, like we we're starting this business. We need you here. That guy's put you. me up on so it's much a- music. It ain't funny. Yeah, and and his 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 attentiveness to that, like that's been him his whole life. Because mm-hmm. little do well, most should know by now if you're down with the group. Ian and I have known each other our entire lives. Our mothers were best friends back in the day. Oh damn, that's so. Even bad. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so it's it, I, I just find it overall that It's super dope That I own a business With a person that's like a brother Cousin slash that's family Yeah, You know what I'm saying One of the things I love about HHDG Media Is the diversity in it Because uh, And once again for those Who aren't familiar uh, The Hip Hop Barbershop is part of HHDG Media. You got your old school, you know, hip hop, and of course your independent talent that comes on the show. Then you have Nerdcore and the Food Discussion Group and things like that. Uh, I mean, as far as the diversity, the diversifying of what encompasses under the umbrella of HHDG Media. How did you guys choose exactly? You know, what I'm saying how you're going to attack at what angle or what angles you're going to attack. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how. Now, again, this play, this whole thing was birthed out of the hip hop discussion group. Yeah. What happened was there was some people in the group who was just like, "Yo, this is the hip hop group. Why are we talking about video games? Here? Yo, this is the hip hop group. Why are we talking about sneakers here? Yo, this is the hip hop group. Why are we doing all these this this MC versus that MC yeah. discussion? So." What happened was about probably eight or nine years ago, maybe a little longer, there was a bunch of us who was just like, yo, let's spawn this out into like the discussion group network. Now, that has kind of fizzled and faded out in Mm -hmm. multiple ways, multiple situations that happened. So it literally became, it first started with people was complaining mostly about diverse battles that were constantly going on oh, and people recycling too many of the same ones Yeah. so they made a versus group then it said yo do we have some people was just like yo do we have a food group nah <laughs> somebody from the group made one yo do we have one that we could talk about video games or whatever that's why I said yo I got you I'll make the, <laughs> nerd, I'll make core. the nerd core group then, then we have the creative writers we had a creative writers group we have the, the cinema group uh, we had a sneaker group that that's one of the groups that got moved on. We had the politics group that that's one of those groups that got moved on mm-hmm. and, you know, do their own thing as branched and spawn out yeah. to other different dope ideas and stuff like that. So, there, I mean, as far as a network of groups is concerned, we're not really a network anymore, but most of the core people and you run in the same groups that I do. Yeah. It's usually the same core of people who are... Uh, for the most part, like-minded, but also have their own opinions and own ideals and own different. You know, we have differences, which is to me having differences is healthy because you shouldn't be amongst a whole mass of people who think the same. That's boring. Yeah, that's boring. Well, one of the things I've always said when it comes to HHDG Media, and I've and I've spoken to people about this, and I told them the easiest way I can describe 
exactly what a lot of us do, especially uh, in the case of, you know, someone such as myself who does a radio aspect in KB and, of course, Ian and yourself. Uh, I've always seen us as like the NWA when it comes to wrestling, you know, how... Ian to do an article on territory a dope artist. System. Yes, the territory system. Mm-hmm. You know, Ian to do an article on a dope artist. I touch base with Ian and be like, let me let me get some of that. I'm like, oh, all right, cool, that's cool. Let's bring him over here and get them some shine over here. Oh, he used to shoot ball, this, that, and the other. All right, cool. Let him holler at the people on the Starting Fire podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's just like taking the talent and getting it out there in different forms of media. So they're going to be touched and hurt somewhat by someone somewhere. And one of the things I love about it is the fact that we have the power to help break some of these new voices and, you know, some of these new orators that will be coming out in the culture within the next two, three, four, five years before they get overlooked by the big radio stations and, you know, the big companies who want them to blow up elsewhere before they show them shine. So I want to say thank you for that because you helped put the battery in my back as KB has done. But I do have to ask that one question, though. Are you happy about the Knicks, man? Oh, I'm, I'm. You know what it is. And let me before I get to that, I wanted to give shout outs to some people that you was mentioning doing dope things yeah. from the group. And and but for what you were mentioning, first off, I got to give shout outs to the homie Will Strickland, who always talks about it's about connections and relationships. Yeah. And there's no truer word said because. If we all have the ability to do something to help somebody else, why not utilize that? And I'm big on that. Whether I get to shine or not, if I get to watch and see you win, I still take it as a win for me because, hey, you know what? I played my part in that role. I don't need no credit, but it's still dope to see good people win. And then shout outs too to Nicole Porter, oh, Retro P. Retro P. That's you my know, home um, girl, my. you know, the steak and the steak and potatoes album and the Porterhouse Porterhouse Productions, like mm-hmm. connections, phenomenal work. I support her in whatever she got going on when it comes to the music and just as a person. She's just a dope phenomenal individual so I bugged the hell out of I bugged the hell out of her because I've been hearing about it I've been hearing about it I'm like when am I gonna get the damn album because I wanted to bring her on the show to do an interview but she's kind of shy so to speak in relation to it so listen to the album on repeat at home and then when it played it on the air people went nuts about it man and that shows the dedication of someone who's just a fan such as her can A and R entire project with a favorite producers mixing with a favorite artist, and it comes out so beautiful like it is. Right. And of course, you can't forget the compilation album. You know, the future ain't what it used to be. Which, you know, I'm proud to have been able to present to people and show the talent that you yeah, know, we possess, up. man. Word up. Well, I'll you know I'll talk to Nicole and tell her like, yo, UK <laughs> wants you. They love the album. Oh, she already I she already you. knows, man. It's all good. All right, good, good, good. <laughs> good, good. But my Knicks, back to the Knicks, though. Yeah, the Knicks. I'm, I'm, you know what? My brother TJ and I, we did pick them to win this series in six or seven. They're That's down a bit three one. If they take the, you know what it is? If they take the L tonight, I'm a Knicks fan that's ride or die. I've been down since the 80s. I'm used to losing. <laughs> so if they lose, you know what? To me, and I said this even on our show. Yeah. It is what it is. 
all the trash talking all that go ahead y'all hate the Knicks we know we know do all the trash talking you want I'm still taking this playoff appearance mm-hmm. as a stepping stone for where we need to be going and that's how I look at this whole season right now we didn't belong here we didn't belong here <laughs> according to the masses but we made it anyway and you know what? If it's a consolation prize, so be it. Like I said, as a fan, I'm used to losing, truck. It's all good. I mean, come on, though. I, I'm i a Cubs fan. That shows you my loyalties right there. A hundred and what? A hundred and eight years. A hundred and eight years without yeah. a World Series, and we only sniffed it last time back in 45. So I know the right. feeling. I know New York is uh, feeling a bit better and getting a little bit of that pride back sports-wise because y'all still got the Jets, yeah. too. Well you, know, well, you know I'm an Eagles fan, and Thank that God. was my first championship back in 2018 <laughs> uh, ever since, since – 1961 before I was even thought of as a human being you know what I'm saying so that that made my life too so I know about the droughts I know about the droughts Knicks fan Eagles fan now baseball different story I'm a New York Yankees fan we've won enough in my lifetime that (laughs) hey if they win they win if they lose oh well I do I do have to ask this this one thing because it, it, I always ask people this, especially in the media. Uh, as I've been a guest on Starting Five podcast, and I see you know your reaction to certain things, how you present yourself, your you know your your eloquent way of uh, expressing yourself, so to speak, with cigar in hand. Uh, what would you Colorful, say? Colorful with cigar in hand, right now from deepest darkest <laughs> Africa. No, see, I'm doing. I'm actually did the dance in in the studio. So yeah, if y'all know wrestling, y'all know what the heck I'm talking about. What's been the hardest thing for you to tackle on the podcast? Because you got four, sometimes five different dynamics, different personalities. I mean, what's been the hardest topic to touch on uh, in relation to that? Topic wise, yeah. nothing. And that's just and and. I, I don't. I don't mean that to come across as cocky. Mm-hmm. It's just I feel that I'm good at what I do. I have my moments where it's just like sometimes things hit my, my brain and it's a little bit scatterbrained. Yeah. But I generally can sort them out. And to be honest, topic-wise, we ain't gonna cover a topic that we don't want to discuss. That mm-hmm. is going to be too difficult. Now, the one thing that I said I recently. I said we have to stay away from is the Israel-Palestine discussion because that needs tons of work and research because that's hundreds of years of war and conflict that I don't want to just speak on. Yeah, it's a lot of misinformation out there as well, too. Yeah, so we're not, we, we, that was one that I just kind of nixed and said we refused to touch on it. The difficulty within podcasting is not even cracking the mic. It's the other stuff. It's the gaining the, the, the that gravitational pull around mm-hmm. what you do. And it's the one place I learned, don't rely on your friends. Don't rely on your close friends. I love y'all. I do. And every y'all know I love y'all. I'm talking to y'all out there. But you can't, sometimes you can't rely on the people close to you to support what you do. 
but yet I still found success in small ways and in small victories by way of people seeing what I do and what we do as a show being gifted panel discussions to host. We just came off of doing Philly Cigar Week and doing live interviews at Philly Cigar Week. Little things like that 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 are are victories, but still, Mm -hmm. the fight to gain more listeners is the most difficult thing inside of this podcast space over cracking the mic. Because if it was a tough topic and you really thought it was not, then don't talk about it. And we don't really come to blows on anything. We might argue and disagree on certain things, but even with that, the problems can be hashed out by doing what we do best, discussing, talking about them, and then moving on. I think the thing with having multiple personalities, because I I love when Katara brings... You know her insight to it because you can tell if it's something that she's passionate about, everybody and their grandmama gonna know about it. And of course, you have TJ. You know the more laid back when you got Mister Get Off My Lawn, JP, John Polk, and everything. And having you know those dy- those dynamic personalities. I mean, it can be hard to manage. But one of the things you guys do that I really, really respect is you keep your eyes and focus on the topic at hand, and somehow keep it informative rather than being subjective, so to speak. If you get what I'm saying. No, I totally get what you're saying, and. I, I, I look at myself for Marvel references. This is the best one that I could think of as you were speaking on that. Yeah. You can kind of look at me as the taskmaster. <laughs> and not saying that, not saying that in, in ways of I'm being the taskmaster on the microphone. An but adaptation. by way of his, his powers is he could pretty much do in whatever you do. Or, you know, or yeah. speaking in, in like wrestling or video game terms, it's it's like a mirror match. Like, whatever mm-hmm. we're going to cover, however, which way, you know, we set. One of the things is we segue off of stuff in conversation a lot, but I always make sure I segue it back into what we're talking about. Yeah. To keep it on topic, to keep it in focus. But I'm like, I'm like that, that I, I, I encompass so many different things that it's literally like, Whatever you want to talk about, let's go. Yeah. And I might be able to give you something insightful behind it or give you perspective, which I like to, I, you know, people say, oh, devil's advocate thing ain't good. No, I do that. I might not agree with it is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but I tend to do a lot of devil's advocate talk so people can then open their eyes to what the other side is probably thinking, what they're probably saying. Again, I don't have to agree with it, but it has to be put out there because, again, if we're all going to be on the same wavelength and the same type of thinking and time, like, then this world probably would be a perfect place if we all thought the same or all had the same opinions and ideas mm-hmm. and things like that. And there's another problem in that 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 kind of spawns off of uh, off of cancel culture and all types of other stuff and. But it is what it is. I'm not even getting into that. Shout out to the brother uh, AP. Uh, quick, I, I'm sorry. I shout out a lot of people. He just hit me up and follow. I got to get his Instagram for y'all. But if y'all love hip hop the way we do, 
follow my man. I think it's Ultra Mag, and I'll get the rest for y'all later. It's Ultra Mag, he seven. does phenomenal, uh, something like that. Yeah. He does phenomenal, dope, old-school retro throwback videos on his Instagram channel. Mm-hmm. It's a must-follow, especially if you're a hip-hop culture head and culture liver. I have Definitely. to say a special, special shout-out to my silent partner, KB. I talk about him all the time, you know, I got nothing but love for KB, you know, DJ Rock Vader, what have you. Uh, how did that relationship between you and him come by? I mean, how did you guys get together working together? It all stems from meeting up. It all start. It all starts from there. Yeah. We, it, back in the first year of HHDG, we was just like, yo, y'all, some of y'all people are just so dope. We need to do a meet and greet, right? Mm-hmm. So, is shout out to my sister is, uh, she, me and her discussed, talked, and we built the first meet and greet together. We all linked up. KB came out, Simone came out, JP, Mad Other Heads came out, and we all formed the bond that we called ourselves the first infantry out of. So, we was like the first crew to really, really kick it. And then from there, it just stemmed from, bouncing around the places hanging out kicking it hanging out kicking it here and there and we moved like a family we moved like a crew fast forward to the homie Mandeep and Afate members of the group they were doing hip hop karaoke in Edison New Jersey I remember that we went out there <laughs> that was one of our that was one of our meet and greets that was like the second annual I think meet and greet we did out there and then the idea struck me like yo Staten Island needs something like this. Mandy told me the history of Mandy told me the history of uh, how it started for him. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I kind of uh, uh, followed footsteps and went to him and said, "Yo, we want to do this thing. Do you mind if we run with this idea? You know." And it it, it the asking of permission per se, it all goes with hip hop and no biting. We got the cosign. They was like, run with it. So the best person I could go to was Rock Vader KB because he has tons and tons of music, already has tons of instrumentals. Just a bit. He's He DJs more than I ever do. Like, I, 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 I'm a DJ, but I hated doing parties. I was more <laughs> like the turntablist, kind of scratching trying to practice beat juggles guy and make mixes i'm very good at making mixes <laughs> so our partnership started from the first hip-hop karaoke that we did on staten island yeah we ended up doing four events and more than lack of support it was more bad business on the venue owner that got us to stop doing it but from there that was like yo whatever we're doing he's the first person to call and it stemmed from it stemmed from starting from the hip hop karaoke and us doing hip hop karaoke together, branched into a discussion a discussion with Seuss saying, "Yo, he was just like, yo, I see y'all, y'all should be doing things with this, y'all should turn this into a business." And KB was then in turn first person he called was me, and said, "Yo, I just got off the phone with the homie." Blah, 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 yada, yada. I said, say no more. Let's do this. 
who do we want to be a part of this team? And I mentioned them already. First person we talked to, Ian. Next person we talked to, Ed. Rounded it off with T. Smith. And that's where the whole, long story short, the business connection came together. Yeah, because I, uh, I had approached KB because I was in, I think I joined the group probably around 2013. And I'm going to be honest with you, my best friend is, is who brought me into the group. His name is Brian Patterson. And he said that he was just watching me in the group because he knows I am when it comes to hip hop. And he was just like, I was just hoping that you don't say you got a radio show and everybody start coming out the woodwork <laughs> for no reason. So I sat back right. and saw all the talent that that was in that group. And I reached out to the to the dude and to show you the type of dude he is. He's like, yeah, we got a lot of talent. Are you able to help us out with this, that, and the other? And I'm like, of course, I want to work with you guys. And from there, it's just he's been such a gracious person. And, you know, I've learned a lot from him just chopping it up. And, you know, I can't say thank you to that dude enough. And including the guy who does not get enough mention, Seuss to Connect, as well. Because uh, I like his mind. He has that, he has that, that Harlem head on what is always a hustle somewhere. You're going to get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think that brother gets enough credit for who he is and what he does, you know, for the hip hop discussion group, you know, for all of us in general. So much love to uh, the, 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 the Broad Street bully times two is what I like to call him. <laughs> because nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> a, man. Like, I haven't gotten to kick it with him yet. Yeah. But off top from when we met just being in the group, man, like, that's an A1 solid character, brother, right there. Yeah. And Rock hated KB. When he tells you he got you every trip, he, it's the truth. He does, though. It's the truth. Uh, we're going to be getting out of here soon, but before I do, uh, I'm going to get you know the usual media links and stuff like that. I need to know, and I want my listeners to know, and I want them to find out, what's next? For HHDG Media, of course, you you encompassed in that. But what's the next step for that umbrella of different media outlets and things of that nature? Well, as far as HHDG Media is concerned, um, we got some ideas in the works. Yeah, we just uh, we just got we just got time to work on. And you know, we started this venture in 2018. But we started it with the knowledge of, you know what? We can activate whatever we want at any time. So there hasn't been no rushes on anything. Um, we did have, we do have ideas still for a project to be released, some something like a compilation album, yeah. or a mixtape or something like that. Um, we still have the merch popping. That's always hhdgmedia.com slash merch. Um, but but for right now, like we got some ideas. I'm not divulging too many of them yet. No we just got to get back to getting consistent meetings because you know COVID and just real life just kind of gets things in the way. Yeah, and and you know we we got to get back on the meeting thing. But we've done we've done a number of different things from you know since then. Like we had the panel discussion about hip hop culture mm-hmm. in Philly uh, a few years back. Um, we last year during COVID, we successfully did a movie night in North Carolina. So we, we, we got some things that we, we again, 
we are a business that is just as soon as we want to activate something, it's just like, yo, we're gonna do this. Let's do it. You know, you forgot to and, you forgot to mention one thing, thing about too. being a media. What's that? The mural. Oh yeah, Queens. but I'm not gonna get into that because that's gonna trigger emotions. That's going to trigger emotions yes. that do not need to be displayed on this radio show <laughs> because I feel I, I I feel immensely proud about it. Yeah. Yet I have my issues with the behind the scenes stuff. No, understandable. But that's that's not a discussion for here. But I'm still immensely proud of it because, as we like to say, HHDG did that, and I'll leave that at that. HHDG did that. If you ever take a trip to that mural and look at that bottom right corner, the funny thing I saw it on that. Uh, I saw like it on top of. It's on the top of the bottom. I saw it on the bottom when I saw it show up on a documentary on Netflix. Was it the Evolution of Hip Hop? Was it the Hip Hop yep. Evolution? Yeah, it yep. showed up in that, and I'm like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and like I said, that's a discussion for. Not on these airwaves, the the detail, other details and stuff. I guess, yeah. But all I gotta say, and I'll just leave that as far as the mural is. HHDG did that. We played a very big hand in the creation of that. HHDG did that. Well, would you like to uh, let people know where they can, you know, find you as well as the other entities under the uh, HHD HHDG Media umbrella? I can't talk now. <laughs> yeah, no problem. And also, too, as I shouted out my boy AP, his IG is Ultramag7. All together, one word. That's where you're going to find the dope videos. But HHDG Media on Instagram. That's at HHDG Media on Instagram. HHDGmedia.com is the website. I believe our Twitter handle is HHDG Media Inc. Um, the Started Five podcast. I'm not shouting out the Twitter because you know how I feel about Twitter. Can't say it on this airway. Please don't. But, yeah, definitely not. But uh, the Starting Five underscore podcast on Instagram, the startedfivepodcast.com. That's where you can find our merch link. All the podcast streaming platforms that we are under as far as the Start Five. We are under nine different streaming platforms. Go to the website. I'm not going to read all of them out right now. HHDG <laughs> Media, the podcast, same thing. It's under four different streaming sites. I'm not going to read them all out. You can catch them both <laughs> under Apple Podcasts. That's the main one. Make sure y'all go hit us up. Say you heard about us on the show. Leave us them five stars because we're worth it. Um, <laughs> Definitely yeah, you are. The starting five podcasts. The Starting Five Podcast Facebook group, please come join the group. It's an open group. Uh, anybody can join. We talk sports, politics, hip-hop, funny memes, talking junk. There's a meme that's about... No, there's a there's a post up there that's almost 800 comments long. It's a political post oh. about that's, that somebody's getting roasted on. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even touching that. I, dude, I'm, I, I let that go, man. <laughs> I'm not even going yeah, but that, the me, but that 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 thread. If y'all want to see what we're talking about, please join the group. If you <laughs> if, oh, in the in the three questions that uh, that we asked for you to enter the group, how did you hear about us? Say BCFM Radio. Say the hip hop barbershop. Yes, you better. Say you found us on Instagram. 
Say you heard this fat man's voice on the radio. <laughs> However you'd like to say it. Come join the Star Five Podcast Facebook group. I would tell y'all to join the hip uh, uh, hip hop discussion group, but there's about five thousand plus people we've been waiting. Oh my and god! And there's a yeah. hard way to decipher who's who with through that. Oh, so yeah. And we're, we're pretty selective over there because of the riffraff we've had. Because we don't know who gonna come in there talking about who's better, Jay Z or Nas. I'm like, we've heard that about seventy thousand times already. For 800 years. Oh my God. <laughs> For as many dreads as Jay Z got on his head, right? Any, <laughs> as many locks. Excuse me. <laughs> We've heard that about that many times. Big ups to Hover the God. Ladies and gentlemen, the guy, my, 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 my brother on the air. And one of the funniest people that I can say I've had the pleasure of speaking to and conversing with, ladies and gentlemen, the man himself, Dan Dinkins. Dan, thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. Well, thank you again, man. And, and thank you for not saying conversate. You said it converse. <laughs> you want me to say screet and scrimp too while we at it, mom? Scrimp, screet. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm going to come back to you in a second, dog. Thanks for uh, rocking with me. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, the man himself, Dan Dinkins. And, of course, I will be posting the links where you can uh, check out the Starting Five podcast. As I've mentioned, uh, I have been a guest on there quite a few times. And we, 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 we talk it up, whether it be about sports, you know, politics, sometimes. Politics can't bring out the worst of people. Pop culture, funny memes. We just like to have a good time. But when you look at it, HHDG is short for Hip Hop Discussion Group, but when you look at it, HHDG Media, we ain't trying to take over nothing, but what we are trying to do is give avenues to artists, uh, those creative minds, those voices, those people who want to help push the culture and enlighten the culture forward. That's exactly what.